Good morning, America. Welcome to Back to Business Monday, January the 8th, 2024. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning now back on the air everywhere at 1071 fm on the Boss app at 1071theboss.com. Did a big face plan as I walked out the door this morning. I'm just falling apart. You did. That was that was tough. This is day 12 of this uh, sinus infection business I got going on. Yep. I'm a week into taking the antibiotics, and I think I took an extra one yesterday, to be honest with you. So I can't, <laughs> really? understand, can't understand why this has not completely gone away. I think I'm about 70, 75% of the way there. And then this morning, I don't know what's going on. We're walking out the door, and uh, you ever have that happen where your ankle just buckles and all of a sudden, one minute I'm walking down the stairs, the next minute I'm on my belly on the ground. Who's... <laughs> That's a sad state of affairs. Your fall is one of the most epic falls I've ever seen in my life. Like most people, if they slip and they fall, they fall. Maybe they fall and they hit their knee or they, you know, they land on their butt or they, you like, I mean, in the most dramatic fashion I may have ever seen in my life while still holding your coffee mug, which is insanely (laughs) That's the important thing. Yeah. I mean, Joe, I'm not, I'm not kidding. This was like something you see in a soap opera. Like that's how dramatic it was. It was like, it was like fall down. Oh, like I got the vapors. Yeah. And then he says, leave me here. <laughs> Just go. The show has oh, the to drama. start. Oh, the drama. I was like, so am I calling 911 or are you getting up? Like, look, what are we doing Look here? at this. I have a little scrape on my hand. You oh, see? my God. But you, I mean, you're like, leave me. I, it's four o'clock in the morning. I will leave your ass. Like, get up. Seriously? I mean, how does it happen? No. How does it happen? You're walking down the stairs and you're, you're just buckles and I just fall down like a I mean, splat. I, it definitely, you know, it happens to everyone. Everyone has fallen yeah, before. But, and you're also on all these drugs, too. So you that, know, you know, that, that messes you up. And there could have been a little bit of ice and, you know, who that knows. could have been but, it. Oh, lawsuit. That's what I said. He goes, there's probably cameras. They're laughing at me. I said, you're right. There probably is cameras. We should sue them. Yeah. If they didn't come around and salts like they're supposed to. Now you're talking. I like this idea. <laughs> I get a hold of that camera and then call up Brandon J. Broderick, there see if go. I got myself a, a lawsuit. Yeah. yeah. It's either that or tuberculosis. I'm not sure which. Absolutely. One or, one or the other. Could yeah. be the TB. No, I, mean, I think I just collapsed. I don't think it has anything to do with the... Uh, I'm just taking an antibiotic. That doesn't make you loopy. I'm off all yeah, the other uh, stuff. Well, they they make you. They can make you a little loopy. And not again, loopy, but unsteady. I did start drinking again, so maybe that's it. <laughs> I had a cocktail last night. Well, yeah. bed, so. well, well that, 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 you know, that, that does wonders for the antibiotic. Yeah. yeah. What, wait a minute. Does that dilute the uh, strength of the antibiotic if you're drinking um, with it? Almost certain. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really? go to medical school, but I thought I was always told that. Oh, I didn't know that. Also, I'm, I'm sweating again this morning, so I got that going on. Oh, so that's bad. That's I know. your heart. That's bad. Joe, stop. Yeah. I just told you he told me to leave him after he fell from a little slip. You're just stop. <laughs> bad. Been a very dramatic morning. Are you feeling any better? You sound pretty good. You're all right. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm, don't worry about me. I'm good. <laughs> I love the picture of the uh, the Nolan Estate from over the weekend. I mean, truly, that looked like a Thomas Kincaid yeah, painting. It was really pretty. Your house pretty. in a snowy really night is just beautiful. Really is. It's pretty. Yeah, it is yeah. pretty. I, I agree. I'm not you know patting myself on the back because I had nothing to do with building the house, but it's really <laughs> it is it is when you uh, especially at Christmas time we got the lights on and everything. It's really pretty. how many inches of yeah. snow did you guys get up there? We, we got about three, a solid three. Mm. Up where Connor, my son Connor lives up in um, Bud Lake, up that area, up in the Mount Olive, and they got, uh, he said, seven to eight. We're Um, driving Route 9 on Saturday afternoon, 
from uh, around the airport all the way back down to where we live. And I would say, I mean, it was snowing pretty good, but really not any accumulation other than on grassy surfaces. And then you yeah. you come down here to the shore, there was just nothing at all. Nothing. So it just was kind of funny. All rain. Just depending on where you were, if you mm-hmm. got any snows. Mm-hmm. The, I was saying tomorrow is the big, uh, you know, big rainstorm coming. Big rainstorm. Good thing it isn't cold enough for it to be a snowstorm. I think that'd be Ooh. a two or three foot deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No good. Still a little celebrating Rochelle's birthday over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Had a nice dinner. Big shout out to our friends over at Feast Italia. Yes. In Old Bridge, the so Old Bridge Marketplace. Always treat us great when we're over there. One of our favorite places. And they don't advertise. They're not asking us to plug them. Nope. I just love it that much. I think the food is absolutely tremendous and the, the atmosphere and the, the staff service, are great. everybody. They're great. And on top of it, we have a friend... Uh, Who's a server there? His name is Desi, who we have found out is a big uh, fan of this program and of this uh, radio station. So we always ask for him when we go, and he makes it an extra special deal. Now, I did not ask you to have a cake. You know, sometimes you go up to the server and you say, can you do a little cake? And then they all come over and they make a big scene and they start clapping, going happy, happy, happy. I mean, all the restaurants do this, right? Yeah. I yeah. don't know that I've ever seen them do it, but they did it for you the other night and they put what appeared to be a, a sparkler, <laughs> like a real... It's like little... a firework. It's like a, like a bottle rocket. I get the audio. Here we go. <laughs> Well, he's really out of tune, isn't he? There he is. That's right. Let's take care of this so the fire marshal doesn't show up. I mean, it was an, it was an actual firework of some sort. I was afraid it was going to launch off the plate. No, come it was, on. They it know was what, awesome, though. They know what they're doing. But. Yeah, no, it was very, very nice. So good. But then he comes up to me after. He goes, so uh, any chance that video you took is going to be on the air? I said, yeah. <laughs> we'll give you a little shout out, Dizzy. You did go above and beyond, so sure. Yes, it was very nice. Everybody though. around the area was looking, though. Because, again, I don't know that they really do that. You know, like Applebee's does that. Yeah. You go to Chili's, they do that. A lot of the chain places. But this place, I've never seen them do the I, birthday I've never thing, seen so. them do that. Yeah, a little VIP treatment. You had some eyebrows raised I in the, know. Uh, I know. <laughs> in the dining room. Very nice. Very, very nice. Were you embarrassed? Um, no, I mean, I was, no, I wasn't embarrassed. I don't hate when people sing happy birthday. I get, I get embarrassed. I don't like that. If, I mean, if they would have made me stand up on the bench, you know, some places do that. Texas Roadhouse makes you go on a saddle and like, I don't, they shine a light in your face. No, I don't want to do all that. But the singing doesn't bother me. Get up on a pole, lady. Let's go. <laughs> it's the most God awful time of the year. Christmas gifts have been opened and already broken, and I need a beer. It's the most god-awful time of the year. It's the crap, crappiest season of all. The kids are too lazy to shovel the driveway, and here comes the plow. It's the most crappiest season of all. There's no parties to go to. There's nothing you can do. Winter seems to drag on. Just a few days ago, Christmas trees glowed, and now they're out on the lawn. This thing is dead already. What a waste of 80 bucks. It's the most god-awful time of the year. 
Busy broadcast ready to go for this Monday. Tickets this morning, part of the uh, Light of Day Festival. We'll get you into the record release party for the Weaklings. They're one of those hot indie rock bands. Yes. They're going to be over at the fabulous Stone Pony, now in their 50th year. Wow. Big 50th anniversary of the Stone Pony. We are proud to be the official radio station of the Stone Pony, mm-hmm. Asbury Park. That show's coming up uh, January 19th. We'll have your chance to win with Dead Guy in the Envelope about 710 this morning. We'll do He Said, she said. at 750. Fast Five, Birthdays, Mom Confessions coming up. We're going to the Celebrity Hotline. Legendary actress Diane Cannon has produced a new documentary about her former husband, uh, actor Cary Grant, which is over oh. on Amazon. So we'll, we'll talk to her. She had written a book called Archie. I think, I think his real name was Archibald or something. So That sounds fun. Yeah, so I we'll like find that. out about about the documentary. Uh, people have been buzzing about that. Matter of fact, they're talking Oscar. So really? Already? squeaked in just the end of last year, so it might be... Uh, Love it. Might be up for grabs. And talking about award shows, Ralphie, our man Ralphie, was doing a show yesterday live from Hollywood. They sent him out there for all the red carpet stuff. So he'll check in. We'll get him up bright and early this morning talking about what happened <laughs> at the Golden Globes last night. Meantime, the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Local businesses, organizations, community groups have fun events. Send them in to us. We share them right here. 732-774-4444. You can do it on our Facebook page. Or email us directly, 1071theboss.com, where you get a complete list of all boss events. Yes. Including this Friday night, your Robbie and Rochelle are going to be hosting Tusk. We did this last year. They put on a great show every year. It's the world's number one tribute to Fleetwood Mac. Friday night at the Basie. Doors at 630, and we'll be introducing that show. And look mm. for us on the way in to win as well with the Boss Roadies right there at the Basie. Our first time at the Basie in 2024. Yes. And we get two live Springsteen on Sunday broadcast, January 21st from Asbury Park at the Seahorse. Tom Cunningham will be there with a Sunday brunch. And then the 28th, he's back over at Bar A in Lake Como. And again, 9 o'clock. It's really funny. My mother and my father went on a trip for Christmas to Italy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I mentioned this. Yes. And they did uh, a little bus trip. From, I think they were in Naples. And they did the bus trip out to Lake Como. Yes. The real That's Lake Como. Not the Lake Como in Belmar. Right, the, the, re- the one the in Italy. One, the big one. And as you know, it's famous because George Clooney's got of a big course. villa there. And there's some other celebrities, some other rich people that I think live there. Mm-hmm. But my mother keeps calling it Lake Como. And I didn't want to correct her, but I'm like, that's the guy that was governor. That's different. That's a different lake. It's like Lake Cuomo is the governor. <laughs> lake Cuomo is where George Clooney lives and or the little inlet in Belmar. Yeah, it's better not to correct her. She but just that's kept saying, funny. she's like, oh, Lake Cuomo was so beautiful. Like, ah, there's no, that was the disgraced governor guy. Oh, no. Complete list of boss events, 1071theboss.com. How about this? It's a pizza party with Elsa from Frozen. Happening Wednesday, although contractually, maybe not from Frozen. Not from Frozen. Her name just <laughs> happens to be Elsa. That's right, Princess yes. Elsa. Wednesday, 4.30 to 6.30 at the Peekaboo Playground in Medford. And then Thursday at their Bayville location. Tickets include uh, entry in, pizza, pictures with the Ice Queen. <laughs> There's a contestants right here in the building for Ice Queen. You just come here and take some pictures. Everyone is more than welcome to dress up as their favorite prince or princess. Once again, just like here, there's, there's a couple of princesses running around. Please, dress up like that. Peekabooplayground.com for the info. Garden State Distillery, Tom's River, is hosting an open mic night Ooh, Wednesday, fun. starting at 7. Nothing like open mic night with booze. Mm-hmm. 21 and up, sign up starts 6.30, gardenstatedistillery.com for all the details. And Wake Up With Wally, the show that will be replacing this one probably after tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that happens Saturday, 9.30, Jenks Aquarium. Come in your PJs, read a book, make a craft, and visit with the Sleepy Sloth. <gasps> oh, Wally the Sloth. We okay. love Jenks Aquarium. That's a love great that. aquarium. Really, yes. just a perfect size aquarium. It's big enough that you get it, but then it's small enough that yeah. it doesn't take the whole day, you know? I will tell you only because I was on their website looking for Grayson and I. If you go Monday through Thursday, it's half off admission. Oh, great. Good to know, too.
Wake Just up with Wally. <laughs> Jenkinsons.com for all the details. It's nice that at least the boardwalk is open. A little bit, a little inch of the boardwalk is open. Yes. You get that little glimmer that summer can't be that far away if you can at least go to the boardwalk for the aquarium. You know? Yes. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the community bulletin board. It was a beautiful day for a podcast. I was a guest on a show and looking for laughs, but suddenly I dribbled something about Jimmy Kimmel. I accused him of being on Epstein's plane. My knee's getting better, but my mouth's pretty lame. It was quite an infraction. He threatened legal action. I have always wanted to be a TV talk show host. But I guess I should stick with the job that I love the most. So hopefully next year I'll be leading the Jets. That is if I'm not under arrest. Excuse me for the scare, but I'm too rich to care. So won't you please forgive me? Won't you please forget the injury? At least you're not out for the season. Sorry, Jets fans. There's always next year. You get a look at the week ahead from Uncle Ross, but always good when Uncle Ross gets here with the horrible scopes. Aries, if you've been bored with what you're learning or doing, you might resolve to make more room for creativity in your life. Mm. Small efforts to chip away at a problem that's looming large are better than none. Later today, you may be especially sensitive to criticism. Looming. Taurus, the moon spends the day in your intimacy sector, meeting up with Venus and boosting your comfort with your feelings. But with today's Mercury-Neptune square, misunderstandings on your social or romantic levels are more likely than usual. Well, not surprising. Gemini, with the Moon and Venus meeting in your partnership sector today, you want to share your experiences. Obstacles all but disappear with love, compassion, and cooperation in the mix, even temporarily. Instead, someone can help you get in better touch with your feelings. Help me. Cancer, you may need some pampering or recreation, but you also want to be productive today. Still, it's not a good time for clear thinking with a Mercury-Neptune square in play. Your routines may seem lackluster, and seeking mental refreshment makes sense. Uh Leo, with today's moon, creating something and sharing it with others can be more satisfying than usual. Your personal appeal runs high, but still thinking can drain rather than energize you at times today as Mercury forms a square to Neptune. There can be minor problems later on. Don't hurt yourself. Virgo, the moon spends today in your solar fourth house, where it meets Venus. If you need some time to center yourself and get your bearings, today can deliver. A pleasant time for family matters or your personal life is entirely possible. Mm. You need to retreat, relax, and reset. Libra, with the Moon and Venus meeting in your solar third house today, you might especially enjoy learning, sharing, and connecting. Still, today's Mercury-Neptune transit can highlight any disorganization in your life temporarily. If you feel overwhelmed, you may need refreshment. Scorpio, today's moon reminds you of the power of the present and living in the moment. You might discover ways to protect, improve, or build your resources. While you gravitate to earthly activities, today's Mercury-Neptune square can interfere with your judgment. Sagittarius, you're inclined to enjoy a bit of pampering today as the moon and Venus converge in your sign. Self-expression is in favor and a positive self-image is in the spotlight. 
However, today's Mercury-Neptune square makes it difficult to see things clearly. Neptune Township. Capricorn, <laughs> with the moon in your privacy sector today, you can create some time away from the usual routine. It's also a good time to review or process recent events. However, a Mercury-Neptune square can make things a little foggy, delaying clear decision-making. Yeah. Aquarius, the moon and Venus meet in your social sector today, making it a natural tendency to want to share your ideas and enjoy networks and friends. You're seeking satisfaction and comfort from your social life or happiness goals. Aim to focus on your own goals instead. And finally, and finally Pisces, the moon meets Venus in your solar 10th house today, and you might enjoy the rewards or recent accomplishments or consider a new set of goals. And enjoyable process but with mercury square with neptune today there can be some things up in the air and those are your monday horrible scopes i hear more about the pampering please <laughs> 6 37 <laughs> let's go to the celebrity hotline legendary actress she's uh, produced a new documentary about her late husband carrie grant here she is diane cannon good morning diane how are you Hey, Robbie, I'm blessed, just like you. Well, thank you, thank you, and Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, uh, first and foremost. I appreciate you making some time for us. Thank you, love, I appreciate it as well, thank you. Oh, you bet, and now listen, you're the executive producer of this new miniseries, hearing a lot about it, I've seen uh, the little screener, it's really fascinating, it's called Archie, uh, it's available through BritBox, and talks about uh, the life of Cary Grant, and it's taken from your... Uh, memoir, Dear Carrie, which I'm sure people would remember you writing uh, years ago. Um, why uh, Why did you decide to do this uh, now? What, what was the inspiration to make Archie? Well, actually, <laughs> Jeff Pope came to me 10 years ago. Oh, really? And said, I'd like to option, yes. And said, I'd like to option your book. I said, what does that mean? He said, well, it means that I option it for a year, and then I find the place, the best place for us to make it. That was 10 years ago. And it was taken from the concept of just being an hour and a half movie to a four hour miniseries, which I'm delighted about because it allowed us to get into so much more of the nitty gritty. Sure. Um, it's amazing sometimes you hear that a project will start and then it takes years and years to get it made. That's, that's got to be a little frustrating where you go, man, is this going to happen? Are we going to get this thing on the big screen? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and there were times when it felt like no, but here we are. And I'll tell you the. I'm so grateful that it's a miniseries and not a movie because so many more people will see it this way. Uh, and again, it's streaming through uh, BritBox right now. When was the first time that you met Cary Grant? How did the two of you meet? And I know that's uh, detailed uh, in the book and, of course, in this miniseries, but. Sure, I'm happy to, to tell you uh, to share that I was in Rome filming uh, and I got a call from my agent saying, Carrie Grant wants to meet you. And I said, is he paying my way back? And I said, no. I said, then I'm not coming. <laughs> and I was having such a good time in Rome. And far, four or five months later, I came back after I sold my car and everything else that I could to afford to stay there. Loved it so. Came home. My agent, unbeknownst to me, took me to the Universal lot under other pretenses, but it was to meet Carrie Grant. They didn't want me to be nervous. And meeting him was like, really like a stun gun hitting you. The man had a presence besides being drop-dead gorgeous. Yeah. He had on a white shirt that was open with a gorgeous tan and white pants and sandals and this, this face and this presence. And we talked for four hours and he didn't mention a movie. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, Jason Isaacs, by the way, is just fantastic in the role. It certainly uh, brings the character that looks just like him. It must have been kind of spooky for you to see just how great Jason is in this role. You know, it really was. He really moved me. Jason is brilliant. I have to say, there were times when I looked at the miniseries and thought, I, oh my goodness, that moment was so real. It felt like the real Carrie. Jason and I and Laura and I spent hours working on who these people were and how best to portray them. And it's so weird to have someone playing you. I have to tell you, it's just weird. Yeah. Well, anyway, again, it's on uh, BritBox. It's really great. I, people have got to see it. It's on my to-do list to binge it. I've seen the screener, and uh, I was just so impressed with uh, Jason in particular, so looking forward to seeing the whole thing. Diane, uh, while we have you in the line here, I have a couple other uh, movie questions uh, or questions about some of your movies, if you don't mind my mentioning them. I am one of probably one of the few people in the world that likes Caddyshack 2 better than Caddyshack 1. Do you have any uh, memory of making Caddyshack 2? <laughs> oh, I had so much fun. What a fun movie. What a fun group of people. Oh, I'll never forget that damn scene and falling over cable. <laughs> I'm so glad you liked that movie. I did too. It's a great moment. I mean, you got Chevy still, you got uh, Jackie Mason, you got Robert Stack, you got yourself, Dan Aykroyd. It's a ton of fun. I love Caddyshack too. It was great fun. I prefer comedy for sure. Well, they, they say comedy is harder to do than uh, drama, right? Yeah, it's more challenging. You have to take the thing and lift it up. Yeah. Thank God for comedy, especially today. <laughs> right. Well, that's that's for sure. And then I also have to ask you about making uh, Kangaroo Jack. Uh, one of our good friends on the show, he's on all the time, uh, Jerry O'Connell, did that movie with you. Yes. Jerry's a darling man. He's a great kid. Love him. Oh, it was wonderful fun. And Jerry's a darling. Loved him dearly. A great talent. He's so talented. Well, again, um, have a great holiday season. All the success on this. Uh, it's Archie. It's airing on BritBox. Binge it. Diane, it's great to talk to you. Thanks for being on with us. Thank you. God bless and happy holidays to you all. Diane Cannon. I mean, I do like uh, the first Caddyshack. I shouldn't say that. Uh, I don't know if Caddyshack 2 is better than the first Caddyshack, but matter of fact, Joe, did you see uh, Cindy Morgan from the first movie passed away over the weekend? Oh. That was a scene uh, with Chevy Chase, who he's oiling up her back and all of that. You remember that famous scene? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> She's dead. Hard to forget. She's dead. Mm, that's sad. <laughs> dead. Have we, uh, have we run out where I shouldn't be wishing people happy holidays anymore? I guess we're probably past that point now, but... Uh, I don't know. I just feel like... Well, if you're it. Catholic, the epiphany just happened. So just happened. Yeah, I mean, all right, fine. I think you're all right. Because you're looking at me funny when I said, well, happy holiday season. It's all right. Our Christmas decorations are staying I up know. until at least mid-month. I don't know. So I don't... Yeah, ours are too. Yeah, ours are still too up. much. It's too much work to get. Well, them that's off part of it too. Yeah. Yeah, at least mid month. So I think you're all right. I don't know what's the matter with me. You ever see that clip of her on uh, with Johnny Carson? She supposedly had a little thing with Johnny Carson back in the '80s. Really? Yeah. Really. And he he made some uh, comment where he says, uh, "I was I was I was standing. You know, he talk. I'm trying. I can't do a Johnny Carson really. But he's well, I uh, I stood up and I was." Uh, my back is straight, I'm erect. And she goes, oh, you're beautiful when you're erect. Oh, my God. That was a big scandal because the two of them were supposedly an item, and she'd come on to show and flirt with them. 
I don't want to bring all that up to her. She's like 80-something years old. Yeah, now, probably but. don't bring that up to her. Well, she <laughs> yeah, probably a bad idea. Yeah. I don't know. She might have been all right with So that. I went with yeah, Happy maybe. Holidays. That's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Talk to her friend Ralphie. Was that at the Golden Globes last mm-hmm. night? Bruce Springsteen, I guess, was there. Did you see that? Yeah, I only saw because Michelle Amobile kept posting what looked like very blurry photos on her Facebook <laughs> saying, I spy Bruce, but it was like she was taking photos of her television screen, yeah. which I, I mean, we all do that, but it was yeah. just funny because like they were as Bruce was moving. So I was like, I think that. I think that's Bruce. That's so. him. I don't know what the hell he was doing there last night. I guess he was nominated for a song for something or other. Oh, but soundtrack or something. I wasn't even aware of that. Okay. Uh, but well, Ralphie will give us all the uh, red carpet behind the scenes stuff. He's going to yeah. check in about uh, 8.45 this morning when we get one of the big winners. You know, they see the Golden Globes indicate the, uh, Oscars. the Oscars. Joe Coy was the host last night. I think a lot of people scratched their head and said, who is that? Yeah. He's a comedian uh, who was on the Chelsea Handler show. You remember that? Yes. And then uh, he got a Netflix special out of that deal, and now he's kind of blown up. But it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I, I again. I didn't watch too much of it. I've just seen a few clips this morning, and it seems like there was mixed reviews. That he had a couple funny lines, but all in all, I, I think these award shows are at the point where you don't really need the hosts so much anymore. There's a little clip of him with Will Ferrell uh, at this deal last night. He got a big laugh. It smells like hot sushi in here. <laughs> I don't, even know, I don't know what that means. It smells like hot sushi. It must have been an insider thing, something that was going on there. Oh, I see. Must- Kermit says they were serving uh, sushi early on, and so everybody kept joking about the fact that uh, sushi was a weird dinner choice because the whole room smelled like fish. Kind of is a weird dinner choice when you're serving multiple people. Because like, yeah. you want it to be extremely fresh if you're going to eat it. That's why you do chicken and pasta. Yeah. That's a little strange, but some of the Female winners. supporting actor, motion picture. Divine George the best male supporting actor in any motion picture. Robert Downey Jr. Some of the other big winners last night. Oppenheimer for best drama. Best uh, musical or comedy movie, Poor Things. Never heard of it. Uh, Oppenheimer director, Chris Nolan, at uh, best director. Succession was the best drama series. And The Bear, which is on cable, FX, was the best uh, comedy show. So big news. Okay. Yeah, the poor things is that movie with your girl Emma Stone in it. No, I mean, a lot I, of buzz in it. Why is she my girl? I don't know why well, you do. Because that's your Hollywood crush. I mean, she's fine, but I'm just saying that's who. That's what that movie is. That's what is that, that about? That, I haven't even heard of it. It's, I from what I from what I I've, I've read, no. she's like uh, this girl who was kind of suppressed, and then she is. It's like a coming of age kind of story, and she comes out into the world, and huh. she has a boyfriend, and there's apparently a big sex scene in it, and that's all I really know about it. The the kind of like she's all that. <laughs> she's the ugly duckling. <laughs> I don't I don't know about that. I I mean. I don't know. I don't think it's like that. I think it's more like she's trying to figure out the world and she ends up getting a boyfriend. And I don't know. It looks weird comedy? to me. Sounds terrible. I, I have no idea. No, best I don't find series. her funny or attractive. So I don't really, and it wasn't my thing. And the cover looks really kind of creepy. It's like an extreme close up of her face. It's like a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we get all this stuff, uh, you know, the fashion and all the, did anybody insult anybody and those sort of things? Because Ralphie gets to stand right there next to the people from Extra and Access yeah. Hollywood and all of that. So we'll talk I saw to one of the dresses, apparently it had um, vaginas all over it. So that was, that's ex- that's exciting. I'm not sure why anybody would, would do that. I under- They're standing for something. But the first thing I saw in that dress was that they didn't hem the bottom of it. So... <laughs> Gotta be some sort of you know female she power stand, thing, I yeah, guess. Yeah, which is fine, but yeah. it was like why? Why? Like it was it was just very strange. But there was some there was some really pretty dresses, oh. and then some duds, as there always are. 
I don't like when people do all the statements. I mean, that's just not, I mean, we've been through this a million times, but that's not why people tune in. And I think that's why, you know, the numbers keep going down because people are looking for entertainment and not, you know, be preached to. Well, J-Lo was looking fabulous. She's like 52 and looks amazing. I saw a photo of her and her, she had a big ball gown. have no idea why she was there. I don't think she she or Ben were nominated for anything, but Yeah, it's like, what is Bruce doing there? He they just can, shows up places. They're famous. They can go. They can do whatever Bruce they want. Bruce is almost a squatter at this point. He just shows up places, and you're not sure why he's there. You're not sure how long he's going to be there. He Bruce just might be there. He just comes and goes. He's and, a squatter. I mean, a little bit. You just never know what he's doing there. No. I'm proud to tell you I didn't see a minute of it last night. So Bruce Springsteen, the squatter. He's a squatter. Thank you to our friend John Bon Jovi. And his wife, Dorothea, they posted a, a video on the official uh, John Bon Jovi YouTube a couple of days ago. I'm talking about everything that went on with them in uh, 2023, particularly yeah. about the uh, Soul Foundation and the work that the Soul Kitchens do. As you re- might remember, we did the uh, big radiothon race about, well, we didn't really do anything. This is thanks to the generosity of our uh, listeners and sponsors. It yes. was about almost $80,000. So it was 76000 something like that. Amazing. I think it was about yeah. $76,000 for the John Bon Jovi Soul Kitchens. They gave us a little shout out. Someone sent this along to me. This is from John's uh, YouTube page. Uh, so when we all come together, we serve our community family style, and we have so much to be grateful for. Our staffs, our volunteers, top of the list. We're also so grateful to have been chosen as the beneficiary of the Mistletoe Rock Radiothon on the Boss Radio Station. Thank you to the folks at Press Communications and the amazing talent at 107.1, the Boss, and all the sponsors and donors. We were so knocked out by the donations and by all the kind things that everyone said about the kitchens. You know, most recently we were excited to launch two JBJ Soul seasoning flavors, our delicious Nashville which has a bit of a kick into it. It's cilantro lime, My which favorite. is, okay, Dorothea's <laughs> favorite. So check him out on our website and look. There he is. Mm, Isn't that very nice? That's very cool. Yeah. That's Appreciate awesome. That. Got to get John a new cell phone, though, but. <laughs> cell phone keeps cutting out. Yeah. A bajillionaire. I, I do. I do. Can somebody it. please buy John a better cell phone? I do recall that. That was no. not the best. I think but. we might have caught him on the golf course because he was in Florida during the uh, radiothon is what I was told. Yeah, but. maybe. Traveling of some sort. Did I tell you the story that uh, I guess shortly after we signed on, he was doing a concert, and a couple of the, uh, I'm sure it was Michelle and a couple of the other DJs at the time were able to get backstage, and he went, oh yeah, I've seen the billboard for uh, The Boss. Did Bruce buy a radio station? Is that what this is? Like, no, it's... No, we get asked that all the time. All the time. Is is, is Bruce... No. Kind of a clever thing Mm -hmm. we thought we came up with, but it's kind of funny that John thought that initially, too. It's funny, because initially, when I first heard of this station, before we started working here, I thought it was a mob... (laughs) <laughs> like the boss you the know boss. owned by the boss the godfather like it, yeah I mean, during the Sopranos thing yeah, yeah that was the right first thing that came to no. my head it wasn't yeah. Bruce it was like you know 107 won the boss you know watch out for us <laughs> I was right. like oh, do you want to know what I thought What's first that? time I heard it boy that's stupid <laughs> Cool. Now, hang on a second. You remember back uh, years ago, there used to be, uh, they used to call stations at Boss Radio, and we kind of, that was another reason I think we chose the name. You remember that? They used to call them yep. the, the Boss Jocks. I mean, that's a thing we've, you've heard of, so. Back in the 50s, from. yeah. Yeah, well, that's where it comes from. 60s, is it? yeah. We're no. like Jersey, we got Mafioso, we got Springsteen, and it's a, it's a throwback. How so. you doing? So everything works yeah. out just fine. Boss. Thanks, Thanks John. Uh, we just did a little silly song there, uh, an Elvis silly song. Happy birthday to uh, the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, would be 89 mm. years old, or maybe he is 89 years old. You know, there's still those conspiracy theorists that still think he's out there in the world. There's yep. a big announcement in uh, honor of Elvis's birthday today. Uh, an Elvis hologram show is going to London in November. These are the same people doing the ABBA 
hologram show. Mm. Creepy. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I'm not into it. I think it's even creepier than the ABBA deal because the ABBA people are still alive. So ABBA went there and they recorded a concert and then they took the footage and they turned it into a hologram. So it's like, it's almost like watching it on a screen, kind of like the Taylor Swift movie in a way. Yeah, only, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But with Elvis, obviously he's been gone for so long. They had to go and find old footage of him and turn that into a hologram. So I think it's even more... Ooh, give you the willies, you know, because it's not something he chose to do. They just took old footage. Right. Because uh, he's dead. So that's, but anyway, that'll open in London in November, and then they're moving it to uh, Vegas, Berlin, and Tokyo one year from now, January of 2025, for Elvis's mm. 90th birthday celebration next I mean, year. I, again, I think I the, the hologram is fine, but it's just like watching it on TV. So I just don't yeah. know why someone would pay to go to an arena. I mean, you might as well go to a movie theater. It's not a real thing. I agree. I don't know. I, I don't know. But people get into the whole thing, you know? I guess. There's some really good Elvis impersonators out there. I mean, yeah, there's absolutely. some bad ones. There's no doubt about that. But then there's some really good ones. Mm -hmm. So if you mm -hmm. find the right place in Vegas, you know, or one of the casinos probably in Atlantic City, they got the Elvis impersonators. <laughs> you know, I used to laugh because in Seaside, yep. one night a week, this is before COVID, it was Elvis night. Yeah. And every bar... Had an Elvis impersonator, and you'd walk down the boardwalk, and there'd be a, you know, and then and then you go to the next one, or the next one, or the next one. It was really, really funny. All these Elvis guys this is before COVID. Uh, I had to get, my, get myself one of them jump shoots. Hey, mama. Do you? I said I'd like to get myself one. It'd be kind of fun. Oh, I thought you said you had one. No, I don't have a jumpsuit, but it'd be kind of. It'd be kind of fun to do that. Is a Halloween costume or somewhere one of our? Oh yeah, uh, like the sure. summer blast off as a goof. That'd be kind of fun to do that. No, it's, you can. You know, you can that. save it for Halloween. I, you don't need to do it. Blast off. Be hot during the save blast that. Time. Yeah, yeah I save that. That's probably true, but uh, <laughs> save that. You know, all the people are uh, they're doing the big candlelight vigil and everything. The big birthday celebration yeah. for Elvis at uh, at Graceland tonight. So. Time now for Dead Guy in the Envelope. First edition of the year, by the way. We haven't done it since before Christmas. So in my hand, an envelope sealed tight. No one knows the name of the deceased famous person from some realm of fandom inside this envelope. Could be a man, could be a woman, could be mm -hmm. a celebrity, movies, TV, music, politician, sports, athlete. You just never know. Maybe just famous for being famous. Yes. First person who correctly identify, positive ID, the deceased the dead guy in the envelope went passes to see uh, the Weeklings record release party, one of these big indie rock bands, part of the Light of Day Festival. Big deal every year as the Stone Pony celebrates its 50th anniversary in Asbury Park, January wow. the 19th. That'll be fun. Yes. Mm. Dead guy in the envelope. Question number one. Let's start with Miss Rochelle, the birthday girl. Is it a man? Yes. Does this person have anything to do with Elvis? No. <laughs> Was this person a singer? Nope. A comedian? Nope. Actor. Nope. Sports personality. Yeah. Sports player. Yeah. Hmm. Baseball. Nope. Um. No. Uh. Primarily known for sports. Yeah. Although a non-traditional sport. I'm going to go ahead and give you a little clue so you're not going down rabbit holes here. I'll also give... Swimming. Uh, no. Good guess. Not swimming. I'll also tell you we're coming up on the 16th anniversary of their passing this week, which is why I selected this dead guy. 16th? Yep. 
Rochelle knows who it is? I know who it is. How do you know who it is? Because I do. Um, I'll just keep asking questions, though. Uh, Soccer. Nope. Was he known uh, for a sport that takes a lot of brain power? Yeah, I would say that is true, yeah. Was this too easy today? I thought this was a pretty good one. I just happened to know this that fact, right. what you just said. So that's... Brain power. Um... And Joe, mm-hmm. do one more, and then uh, we'll do. You want to do a little recap of what we know so auto far? Auto racing, not auto racing. Uh, known for sports, it's a man. Been dead for sixteen years. Not a traditional sport, though, but certainly known for sports. Not a singer, not an actor, nothing like that. Just known for sports. Maybe a little sports commentating here or there. Yep, uses a lot of brain power to do this sport. Tedious sport, a lot of difficulty to it. Is it a sport that's done. A sport, I say, quote unquote, done while sitting down. Yeah. Rochelle's definitely got it figured out here. Captain hmm. Rich has got it figured out, by the way. Let's get a text from Captain Rich on the parkway. Let's open up the phone lines here. Okay, open up the phone line. 732 <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? That's not a sport. How <laughs> oh, did he text you, you too? No, you know what? This is a big, big I mean, flim flam. That's not a, I, that's I not a sport. sport. In it's, quotations. A, it's a sport. Go ahead. What's your question? It's not a sport. Is his name used in a famous SNL skit with Will Ferrell? Yeah. Not a sport. Well, the, well how would you determine it? What would you call it? Uh, it's an activity. It's a hobby. It's it's not a sport. Fine. But, they, but he does participate in tournaments. So right. that is but televised not a sport. Televised tournaments on uh, the early Espen. 732-774-4444. First Sports person. Sports and entertainment. First person to correctly identify the dead ESPN. guy. <laughs> Will win these passes to the Weaklings, part of Light of Day Festival. Stone Pony, January 19th, 732-774-4444. I'll tell you what, while we're working on that, let's go ahead and do this. Time for hashtag mom confessions. Every morning, 720-920, we hear from moms. We search that hashtag and then we share them just like this. At the multiple mom said, I don't want the orange juice with the fruit meat. My six-year-old referring to pulp as fruit meat. Mm. I agree. The pulp is too much. I don't want to chew my juice. I mean, it does taste fresh, though, with the pulp. I don't like the pulp. It's too much. Diane Hattie said, had a talk with my kids at dinner about New Year's resolutions, but I guess my six-year-old didn't quite grasp the concept because she went around the table and told each of us what she thinks we should do better. (laughs) Let me tell you something about you you don't know. (laughs) Bam. (laughs) And at Emily... K. May said, reached into the pocket of my diaper bag only to find a handful of cat food. When I asked about this, my five-year-old said, in case we see some cats, duh. Sure. You got to be prepared. Sure. You got to, let's listen. Keep it's in nice. the pocket of the di- diaper bag. He's ready to work for PETA. There you go. I think that's very nice. <laughs> Hashtag mom. Gosh. It's every morning, 72920. Send one in. You might hear yours right here. All right. Let's see if we can get a winner here. Dead guy in the envelope. Go to line one. Good morning. It's boss. Hi, is it Bobby Fisher? Is it Bobby Fisher, the chess player? Yes, it is Bobby Fisher. Bobby nice job. Fisher. Who is he? I don't know. I don't know. Bobby Fisher. <laughs> is that how you figured it out? Was it because of the Will Ferrell thing? Before, a little before that, my fiance said, I think it's chess. And I was like, oh, Bobby Fisher? And then um, you guys said SNL, and I didn't know. 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, it was this day, 1958, that he won the very first U.S. chess championship. The kid was 14 years old, and then he died in uh, 2008, 16 uh, years ago. So there he is, chess player, although uh, is it a sport? It's a sport, right? Do you think it's a sport? Uh, I wouldn't call I, it a physical sport. It's a mental sport. Yeah, it's sport. a mental sport game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he does compete. There is a competition that happens. So I guess that would be considered a sport, but not in the traditional sense. Right. But I know you guys start asking questions, and Joe goes, sports? And I don't want to say no, because it is kind of a sport. You know what I mean? It so. is a competition. Well, so. anyway, what's your name? My name's Jessica. All right, Jessica, I got tickets for you. This is going to be great. It's a record release party with uh, the rock band The Weaklings. They're doing it at the Stone Pony, Asbury Park, January 19th, and you get a pair of passes on the VIP list. Nice job. Great. Thank you so much. All right, don't hang up. Hang on. We'll get all your info. Make sure we get you on that list. Bobby Fischer, chess player. They made a movie, too, wasn't it? Searching for Bobby Fischer. You remember that? Yes. Dead guy in the envelope. Fast Five's coming up. Martha Stewart celebrates National Pass Gas Day. So now I'm going to pick my butt. After cooking up some baked beans. And then cut cheese. And broccoli. It just goes like crazy. So now you're going to peel off one. Just put one of these in a room and you're going to get heady. Be careful about breathing in the fumes because they're really strong. This is so much fun. You know when you make borscht, it's always like this. I say congratulations again to uh, Jessica from Manalapan. Here's one passes to uh, Light a Day Festival and a Weakling's record release party happening at the Stone Pony as they begin their big 50th anniversary celebration. This is the official radio station of the Stone Pony, by the way. Yes. Right? 107.1 The Boss, Asbury Park, on January 19th. Another pair of passes tomorrow morning, uh, right around 710. We're going to do the Backwards Oldie. Keep that going. We're starting up some, uh, some new games this week, though. But Backwards Oldie tomorrow, 710 for your chance to win. Today's Dead Guy in the Envelope, Bobby Fisher. Though I know some people are glad he's dead because he said some pretty controversial stuff toward the end of his, his time. But uh, chess player Bobby Fisher, your dead guy in the envelope. Time now for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. A big old trending story. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to uh, number one. We start at number five. Count down today. Reminder to stay in touch on all the socials. We are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio at 1071 The Boss. Wherever you get podcasts are right there, 1071theboss.com. I don't need to mention the story again because we had it in the news. But, boy, that Lauren Boebert is just delightful, isn't she? <laughs> what a disaster. What a dumpster fire of a human being. Remember that story? What was it, about a month ago where she's uh, she's jacking off a guy in a theater? I mean, in right in public. Yeah. And he's groping her and she's he's got his ding-dong out. I mean, that was fantastic. I mean, and, and then she, she gets thrown out of the place, throws a hissy fit. Now she's beating up her ex-husband. Fantastic. This woman is a, congr- a this is a mother and a congressperson. What a delight. She needs a reality show. Oh, it would be, be. I would absolutely watch that. If it wasn't in such an embarrassment for this great union, <laughs> she, would, she would be just a total delight. Yep. Lauren Boebert. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure she's going to get a, you know, probably have she probably get a, a show on one of the, you know, like Newsmax or one of those uh, third rate cable yeah, networks. Probably. They put her on there and let her talk politics. So, Well, if Ryan Seacrest was smart, he would sign her up with the Kardashians. Oh, and yeah. She'd come right, right after the Kardashians. It would be a great show. That honey. would be the smarter move for everybody. Saying. Nobody cares what she thinks about politics. Right. Let's just watch you act like a fool. You're insane. Great. You're literally insane. And Man, I love I, it. I do love, I love it. it. She's just delightful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she does like the Sarah Palin thing, too, where she's uh, she got the rifles and she wears like an American yeah. flag bikini. I'm telling you, it'd be a huge hit. I'm not. I'm not even kidding. People would love it. Be great. Come on, we got to move on. Here. <laughs> Number five, TikToker known as Tunnel Girl. Okay. Talk about someone needs a reality show. Mm-hmm. Why is she okay. called Tunnel Girl? Because she's building a tunnel under her home. Believe it or not, near Washington D.C. 
It's about 22 oh. feet deep. Now, the project has been discovered and shut down because you didn't have permits. You can't just go dig in a tunnel in your backyard. Right. I, wonder, I wonder what the rules are on that. I don't know the... Uh, I don't know exactly what the specifications are because obviously you well, can dig in your backyard, but you, you can only mm, dig so far because you can't hit pipes. You can't tunnel right, into someone else's yard into right. the street, right? But even if you like, if you were uh, digging to put a pool in, you'd have to get some sort of construction yeah. permit. So I, I don't think you can dig very far. I mean, unless you're sticking in a, a smaller tree or plant or something. I don't, you really, I think you probably have to get a permit for most of it, even yeah. if it's in your own property. If we have any uh, excavators, any uh, landscaping <laughs> guys, I'd be curious for you to tell me what the you know how how far down can you dig before you get yourself a problem with the law anyway here's a uh, tunnel girl she posted videos of herself she might have gotten away with it if she didn't post these videos as tunnel girl on yeah. the tiktok machine but here she it's is just been over a year since i started building my underground tunnel system in august of 22 i cut an opening off the side of the sub basement and started to carve into the solid rock i mean she is uh, there's some heavy medication going on there oh. don't you think why is she doing it? Is she going to trying to live there? Is she trying to get to China? Like, what, is she going to the core? <laughs> what are you doing? What What's the point? I imagine it's some sort of a, I need to preserve my way of life sort of thing. And so I believe the only way to do that is to move underground, you know? I'm afraid, you know, like a like a bomb shelter kind of deal, she I guess. She needs a she shed. <laughs> Just get a she shed yeah. in the back. You can decorate it. It'll be fine. It'll be your own little place. No Cheryl's, one will bother you. Forget the tunnel girl. Her name is Cheryl, and she has Cheryl, a she shed. she shed. That's what she needs. Yeah, that's a reality show. Be on at 8. <laughs> followed at 8.30 by Bobert Rules, yeah. followed by Vanderpump at 9. <laughs> Number four. Man was tackled by customers after jumping over the counter of a Starbucks inside a Target. He's trying to steal one of those pink Stanley tumblers. If you, we talked about this. Rochelle made to get one. She was out there at 6 o'clock in the morning. Oh, mm-hmm. she's rocking it right now. I am. You're a thirst trap girl. <laughs> Post a picture of yourself with your Stanley tumbler. Mm. People are crazy for these things. Do you know that I went into the store the other day and I thought to myself I should not leave the Stanley in the car and actually put it in the trunk because I thought someone might, <laughs> seriously, I thought someone might try to break, break the window and steal to, your Stanley? Yeah, because people are crazy. Cr- I mean, this guy did it. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. Tackled by customers jumping over the counter trying to get their hands on it. I guess he was a guy that worked at the uh, the Starbucks here inside the Target. Was it only the uh, the Starbucks inside the Target yes. or was it at the regular no, Starbucks? only the ones inside the Target. Caught on video here. You know, why don't you do something to stop him, lady, instead of taking your phone out looking for well, What is she going to do? I don't know, but it's just is crazy she gonna, to me. going to jump on him? These on. harrowing situations. What do people do? They take out their phone and start recording it. I don't well, get you, that. If you go online, and then I told Lola this when we got this cup, people are selling them for like 200 bucks, and other people are buying them. It's a cup. They're expensive uh, retail, yeah. but you're selling it for 200 bucks, and other people are purchasing. It's a cup. How much was that cup? This, this cup was... It was a few bucks. How much was it? It was a few dollars. How much was it? It was like 50 bucks. I mean, I guess I can see that. I mean, like, it's a sturdy but, cup. I mean, it's a nice cup. It is a nice cup. I'm it surprised does. the resale is only 200 I would think they'd probably get 1000 bucks for one well, of them. Well, maybe some places will or some people will, but I just, I can't imagine. I had a very, very hard time spending 50 bucks on the cup. I did not want to do that, but I knew she wanted it, and it is very cute, and it does keep your stuff cold for a long time. It's a great cup, but it's a cup. Knowing how, it's uh, a cup. Knowing how cash-motivated my teenage stepdaughter is, I like we could convince her. Well, she put- was very motivated when I told her that people, she was like, that's fine, so we'll split it 50-50. I was like, well, I don't think so. I spent 50, so like, I think I get 50 more than you get if we are splitting it 50-50. a 60-40 split sounds fine, but I mean, I think if she's good with it, we put that sucker up on eBay today. I know. 
Well, what happened? She when we got the you, she, you hand her a hundo, she's going to be thrilled. I know she took. The, she goes, I took the sticker off, but I bet I could put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> did it come in a box or anything? No, it just came just like this, but it did have a sticker on the front. You know what they think is going to be? You know, you ever walk through uh, an antique store, and it's antiques, oh, right? Yeah. But then inevitably there'll be one little section where they got stuff that is just two or three years old, and mm-hmm. you, well, how did this stuff end up at the yeah. antiques? That's the kind of item that ends up prematurely in an antique store. Yeah. Someone thinks someone thinks it's of this high value, and I guarantee you, six months from now, no one's going to care. Again, you know? it's a nice cup. It, it is, I, but it's a cup. It's yeah. a cup. I mean, this guy's going to go to jail because he stole a box full of cups. Mm. This is where you're at in life. It's a cup. This is unrelated, but you see the video of the uh, judge that was tackled. The guy uh, is getting sentencing, and uh, she sentenced him probation or something, or denies his parole. I forget what it was, but anyway, there's uh, uh, just a video that's gone viral. The guy's standing in the courtroom with the two sheriffs next to uh-huh. him, right? And she says, "Well, I sentenced you to this and this and that," and he he jumps over the really tries to grab and knocks over the American flag next to the you know you know what I'm saying. Ooh, that's they not tackle, what you they tackle do. a guy, and I'm imagining he's got a much longer sentence. Oh, but but yeah. Yeah. But there's like two great tackles just in the past week. And what do people do? Oh, let me get my phone out and I'll tape it. I'll post that. Crazy to me. Get that up on YouTube right away. I mean, on eBay right away, will you? Mm-hmm. Number three, <laughs> speaking of thirst traps, Halle Berry posted a picture of herself. Uh, I don't know where she is. It looks like Arizona, something like that. It's sort of a big rock formation. And okay. She's, she's wearing a, kind of a slinky outfit. Yeah. And people are noticing, though, that by her feet, it, what appears to be feces. Oh. Because, again, she's out somewhere in the middle of nowhere in this big rock formation, and people are saying what well, appears to be there are two piles of poo by her feet. Some are suggesting it could be dried coral or seaweed. It's unclear how close to a body of water she is. Yucky. If she's out in the desert somewhere, like I say, Arizona, my guess is it is not seaweed. Where's her PR people? Did you see this picture? No, it, I know. It I'm is gonna, what it looks like. I'm going to have to Google it. Now, but did you say ha- Haley Bailey, ha- Haley Berry or Holly Berry? It's Holly Berry. Oh, Haley okay. Berry, isn't I- it? See, I get him. Haley conf- Berry is the Little Mermaid yeah, girl, I get him and confused. she just had a baby, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. No, this, this is, is this is Halle Berry. Okay. You know Halle Berry, sure. like Monsters Their Ball. Their names are so Catwoman. similar. I wanted, to, if I'm going to Google it, I wanted to make sure I Google. I got to be honest with you. I don't know. With, I really don't know the difference between the two of them. I'm pretty sure the Little Mermaid girl's the one that had the baby. She, yeah, she did. She this, just had this a baby. is the Halle Berry. Okay, she was in the James Cat Bond movie Catwoman. Yeah. Okay. And you know she looks fine. It's like, oh wow, that's a pretty background, and she looks gorgeous as always. But that looks like poop. So. I don't know what no, it is, but... I, I see it. You see what I'm saying? And again, it appears as though she's like in the desert somewhere. It can't be seaweed or coral. That would imply she's... Uh, does it look like she's anywhere near the ocean? It doesn't. It looks no, like she's, she's in the said, desert. No, she said that's a desert right. for sure. So I that, don't... That ain't coral. They I, zoomed in. <laughs> find me a home where the buffalo roam. That is absolutely poop. I mean, you could see... How do you not notice this when you're taking a picture? I mean, she's clearly and doing she's a photo shoot. barefoot. <laughs> So be careful where you walk. I mean, it's dried poop because she's in the desert, but she is trying to take what looks like a semi-seductive photo. Yeah. Where, you know, and oh, let me do this photo shoot out like, here with this rock there's formation. There's like three large pieces of turd next to her feet. <laughs> <laughs> Hot! I know. We'll get Hallie right next to the buffalo poop. That'd be great. <laughs> Number two, according to Tinder yesterday... Uh, the first Sunday in January, which was yesterday, January 7th, Dating Sunday. Yes. The busiest day of the year for online daters of all ages and races and varieties. Mm-hmm. Kind of a nice thing. Yeah. I think it's, you're right after the holidays yeah. and after seeing all your family and stuff, you realize how lonely you are. <laughs> Seriously. I think, yeah. that's, I think that's part of it. You get home, all the decorations are coming down, the fun is gone, and you kind of realize that you're alone now. <laughs> and so you... 
head onto the Tinder. There should be some sort of a cyber deal, you know, where you get like discounts on the dating. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. Yeah. It's you, you get the uh, gym discounts right now and you get the dating discounts. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of people break up right before Christmas, so maybe, you know, they, then they go through the holidays and they don't buy anybody a gift, and then mm-hmm. they wait to That's find somebody again. Too. But this is not the, to me, you wait till after Valentine's Day. This is not the time. Unless yeah, but you don't want to be alone on Valentine's Day. You're sure the you only do. one who doesn't want to celebrate that. Sure you do. That's the worst day to be with somebody, because there's all kinds of expectations. Unless you're in a serious relationship, you don't want to be in a with a new boo right before Valentine's Day, because they're going to mm. expect all kinds of stuff of you. Joe, am mm. I wrong? Mm. No, I agree. Thank it you. It must be a guy thing, because I'm definitely like, yeah relationship it up before valentine's day I mean, if you're meeting someone now right valentine's yeah. day is what five weeks away yeah you don't want perfect wanna... <laughs> step like up and show me what bracelet. you show me what you're made of <laughs> tennis bracelet Come five on. weeks you're out of your mind not totally out of your mind not gonna happen <clears throat> i tried is. uh i tried the match thing when it first came out uh-huh i don't know when was that 15 years ago something like that mm-hmm. and, and i i did a Remember the commercial was six months, and if you don't find the love of your life, we'll give you six months free. I got the six months free. I had met nobody, nothing. You meet anybody? I had a couple of connections, but I'd email back and forth. But I ended, up, I didn't go out with anybody. It I didn't work for me. I've never, I never did the match dot com because you have to, you have to pay for that one. But yeah. I, had, I had been on Bumble and all of those, and it was a lot of them. I mean, you would swipe, and everyone that I would swipe was also a match. I'm like, do the guys just swipe everyone and hope that someone swipes back? Probably. I, don't, I mean, what? There's no way I've matched with 950 guys. Like this is not, that's not possible. But I think the majority of people that are single today meet online, and this is even older yeah. people it used to be kind of a kid thing. But I think yeah. the majority of relationships now are formed on online uh, it didn't work for me so i don't know they are interesting to swipe through i have single friends that i've i've seen them swipe and they'll show me and it i mean it's it's fun it's like a it's almost like a game where you're swiping through people. and that's not the way it's supposed to be you know well, where, where's this relationship going if it's all based on all this uh you know this frivolous stuff i mean obviously you have to go on a date with these people before uh, before anything happens but actually being on valentine's the apps day. yeah yeah exactly with a tennis bracelet valentine's day Tennis bracelet. Swipe. Tell you what you do. You take Lauren Bobert. Nice night out in the town. Go see a show. You have a good time. Police probably be there within an hour. That's what you, that's what you do. She's single. Number one. <laughs> the town's golden weather vane mysteriously vanished back in 1999. This happened out in Iowa, a small town in Iowa. Now, 25 years later, the thief has been identified because uh, apparently he got some theft remorse and decided he was going to send it back. But he used his credit card to ship it. And so when it arrived, they were able to track the credit card data and finally uh, track this guy down. His name has not been released. They say he will not be prosecuted. They're just happy that after all these years, he has returned the historic weather vane to this small town outside of uh, Davenport, Iowa. Isn't that nice? It's it's a happy ending because of a dumb criminal. I guess. (laughs) I love that he used his credit card to send it back. Oh, send it back to you. I mean, he's lucky they're not pressing charges. He really is because... uh, I think a lot of places would press charges. I mean, what is what are you gonna do? What, what are they gonna put him away? You gonna lock him up? Well, do hard stole time? Stole it? He's I mean, on a chain gang for stealing it. a weather vane. You know what I mean? I mean, come on. You, yeah, but, you steal something, you steal it. Yeah. Monday, Monday, world famous celebrity birthday file. I mean, half of the stuff we do on this show is stolen, so I shouldn't talk. Noah Cyrus, that's uh, Miley's sister, twenty four today. Mm-hmm. Kim Jong Un is forty. Ooh, <laughs> happy birthday, Kim Jong. <laughs> 
R. Kelly, Bob Eubanks, Shirley Basie. Remember, she sang the uh, Goldfinger theme, speaking of James Bond. Yes. She's 87 today. It is National Elvis Day. Mentioned Elvis's uh, anniversary of his birth. National Bubble Day. National Clean Your Desk Day. Mm. National Argyle Sweater Day. Well, gosh, if I'd known that. Oh, that's fun. And National Snuggle a Chicken Day. What? Snuggle a Chicken Day. Snuggle a Chicken. Because why not? Like a cooked chicken or a live chicken? <laughs> Is it specified? If you have to ask, you're probably not celebrating. Oh, uh, boy. Snuggle. Sounds filthy. Snuggle a chicken day. <laughs> hey, Lauren Bobert, you want to snuggle my chicken? Ugh. I can't get enough of that story. Just fantastic. Thanks a lot. Good morning, Nor'easter Nick. Good morning, my friend. How are you? How was your uh, weekend? I was good. It was good. We were just talking about the snowfall. Uh, we were out on Saturday uh, up and down uh, Route 9. Big, heavy flakes, but uh-huh. you know, no uh, no accumulation. Nothing was sticking. Then we mentioned to Joe, he had some snow up at his house, and then uh, the shore got just about nothing. So what we expected, right? What were the uh, totals? What did you see out there? Yeah, you know, we were pretty much expecting exactly that to play out. I even had a little bit down in uh, South Jersey. But generally, you know, the farther north and west you went of 130, picked up four, five, six inches. Yeah. This is one of those storms where you need it the colder area. So those higher elevated neighborhoods, uh, Flemington, you know, they picked up about six inches of snow. But along the coastal plain, now we got to wait a little while longer. No snow in the forecast anytime soon. We got temperatures now starting off at 32 in Homedale. We got 34 in Freehold, 34 in Cream Ridge, up towards uh, New Brunswick, about 34. Uh, Sunny skies out there today, all right? It's the calm before the storm. Now, what's coming our way tomorrow is going to be much more impactful than the Saturday storm. No uh, snow, but very, very heavy rain and wind. We have a wind advisory in effect for pretty much the entire state. I think if everything comes together the wrong way, uh, we're looking at gusts 50 to 60 miles an hour, and that leads to power outages and whatnot, and probably one to two inches of rain along the coast, two to four to the north and west, and flooding is a big concern. Rivers and streams and lakes and tributaries, if you live near a body of water, be concerned. We don't want you running around like Chicken Little, but uh, be abreast of the situation, and we'll be here to keep you updated. And by the way, if this thing uh, were a snowstorm, you're talking like a massive blizzard, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, this would be like two or three feet. Whoa. All right, Nick. We'll check in again in just a couple. <laughs> it's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. What is a question that you probably should never answer honestly? <laughs> we started this discussion, believe it or not, the other day. Is, uh, you can tell I'm just finally starting to get over this uh, sinus infection that turned into an upper respiratory infection. And yeah. I did not uh, honestly answer. They said, uh, you know, tell me about your, your symptoms and stuff. And Rochelle was just horrified that I didn't mention to them that I had a little blood in my cough and my spittle. Well, if they're asking you what your symptoms are and you've taken the time to go to the doctors... Yeah. I don't understand why you wouldn't tell him what all of your symptoms are. Because I'll, I'll tell you why. Because I feel like the, the more they know, the more tests they're going to want you to do, the more bad news you could potentially receive. Yeah, and I, I almost, ignorance is bliss in that way. Well, then why even go to the doctor? Well, because I just want them to load me up on drugs and just make it go away. But you know? you don't, they don't know what drugs to give you if they don't know what's wrong with you. They need you know what to I was know. Saying? Here's what I was thinking to myself earlier, okay? Uh, I've been doing this... My whole career, I've been working with radio engineers, the guy that do all the you know, all the technical stuff here at our building. You go up to one of those guys and go, gee, the uh, the thing with the light that's supposed to blink to start the CD player doesn't work. You know what they do? They fix it. How come doctors can't be like that? They're like, oh, well, we have no idea. We're going to have to send you to a test. There needs to be a specialist. How come you don't just know? The engineer knows how to fix it right away. Because the board, the thing that is broken on the board has yeah. all the exact same wiring inside. They're all made the same. Humans are not. 
I'm so, the same as everybody else. No, you're not. Sure Every single person is different. How many We're people how many people have different. had a sinus infection? A billion people have but had a sinus infection. That, that, you give me the damn nope. steroid and off I go. No. I don't need to go for Listen, more tests. I didn't go to med school, but we're all different. So, I mean, we're all... We're all yes, similar, of course we're different, but, we but we're all, have, all similar enough that they should be able to know what to do. Come on. Yeah, but they also need to know what all of your symptoms are in order to do I that. Know, so, if you don't that. tell them, how are they supposed to know? That's what God is talking about. There's a question you should never answer... Honestly, obviously Rochelle disagrees with me on that one, but how do you answer that? Yours is not tell the doctor exactly what's going on. That's what the question you should never that's, answer. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's first. horrible. I don't want to, because there's stuff I don't want him to know, because then he can just send me for more tests, mm-hmm. and I don't want to find out that I'm dying. I'd rather just have it happen. I, I was thinking uh, when asked, do you know why I pulled you over? <laughs> I mean, like, obviously, I, that's a that's a good point. I know why you pulled me over. I'm yeah. not going to tell you that. Yeah. Like, I was going 100. You ever start doing that when you, uh, you're clearly going, like, 15 miles over the speed limit, then you see the guy, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Oh, everybody does. And then in your mind, you start going to yourself, I'm going to tell him that it wasn't me. It was the guy ahead of me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell him, no, well, sir. I was keeping I, up with the speed of traffic. I wasn't speeding. I don't know what you're talking about. You just come up with, like, the whole thing you're going to say to him. If you, and then, you know, luckily, it's... I always just start crying. Generally works. You can get away with that. That works, too. Sure. I think another question you should probably never answer fully, honestly. I mean, maybe you can, but why did you leave your last job? So, yeah. like, when you're in an interview, they want to know why you left your last job, and you're like, "Well, every single person I worked with was a jerk. My boss sucked. The pace." So like, you don't you don't answer that question with complete honesty. Yeah, you know, really, anytime you're dealing with any employer or or future employer, you don't need to give them the whole story. Yeah, they're not going to tell you the whole story. Yeah. Right. Question you should never answer honestly. What is it? 732-774-4444. Call us, text us, get us on Facebook. Those are next and presented once again by Dr. Anthony Lombardi and his brand new Lips and IVs, the new health and wellness center. Lips and IVs right there in Marlboro on South Main Street. You can call them at 732-838-9449. Find them online or any of the social. Well, since I up and left you, my income really swelled. Those royalty checks keep coming because my memorabilia sells. Yeah, I'm still making money baby so much it ain't funny i'm still making money though i died well i top the list of forbes now and with all the cash i make i'm buying more property more real estate at pearly gates yeah i'm still making money baby so much it ain't funny i'm the king of the money though i died Meanwhile, our he said, she said is just underway. We're talking about a question you should never answer honestly. Outlaw Pete just checked in, and he said, when you go to the doctor, he said, what you really shouldn't tell him is how much you drink and smoke and all of that stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. probably true. All the bad stuff you're putting in Definitely. your body. How much do you eat? How many, you know, you eat steak, red meat, cookies, all that stuff. Yeah, good point. I, you know, I think it's, you know, you can give him an estimate. I don't keep track of how many I have. I mean, I'm a, you know. I lied about that when I last time I went to the- uh, You did. They didn't ask me when I went to the urgent care to get whatever for this uh, yeah this thing going on right now. But when I went for my last physical, they asked you how much you drink and yeah. all that. And I was like, oh, I don't know, like one a week. <laughs> See, I would, wasn't when, honest about that. When I went to go uh, and get my, you know, get put out for my thing on my back a few weeks ago, I was yeah. getting anesthesia. So I wanted to be completely honest with them because I thought that might affect it. So the guy asked me, you know, do you drink? I said, yeah. He said, monthly, weekly. I said, daily. Said, I mean, who drinks monthly? Who, who are these people? I guess if you just drink, you know, occasionally in the weekends. And he said, "Okay, so uh, did what? What do you drink?" And I was like, "Well, everything daily." 
And he said, how many? I said, I don't know. One? None two, of your business. Three? Every day? No? That's not normal? Okay. Yes, yeah, so that's something I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> well, answer again, that. Well, again, was, he was putting a large needle in my spine. I wanted to be honest well, about what was going on. If I, it ain't going to work, it ain't going to work. I wouldn't tell him. Well, maybe he need, he could have given me more because my body is tolerant to a lot of those things. Those things you're not supposed to put in your body already. So yeah. I wanted to be honest, and I was. I, mean, I know what you're saying, but I wouldn't. I'm, I would have lied to him. I mean, and I, don't, I don't even drink daily, but I'm. But I was just like, I drink a lot. Like, I do. <laughs> no, I think there there are people doing a lot worse than yeah, absolutely, a lot worse than you. Mm-hmm. Text connect, Facebook line answers there. Three three four three says, uh, "Why are you late for work?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's because I slept in. <laughs> Can't be why. honest about that. I slept in. Dana said, "Do you think I'm stupid?" I mean, if you have to ask, <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you one. Uh, people say, "How are you?" And you go, "Yeah, I'm good." I'm, I'm I, usually not good. If I sometimes I don't feel good. Sometimes I'm mad. Sometimes yeah, I'm it depends who asks. Like stressed I, out about something, I you're not going to start telling people because you don't want to be that person yeah, that yeah. then starts giving your whole life story to somebody you barely know. You know, it depends who asks. How are you? Because like we have a guy who, that we work with, and and he's in the other studio, and I'll say, you know, how are you? He's like, ah, terrible. He's like pretty honest about it. Yeah, but that's kind of his thing. thing. He doesn't give you details. If he started giving you a real sob story, then we wouldn't like it. It's only funny because he jokes about it all the time. But like if someone comes up to you and says, hey, how are you today? You know, they, you're just saying, oh, I'm fine. How are you? Good. That's all anybody's looking yeah, for. Yeah, No one wants you to They're stop and go, polite. well, They're I have to polite. tell you, all weekend long, I've been shaving the corns off the f- my feet. <laughs> I mean, you know, no one wants oh that. God. Christopher said, when asked, what's your biggest weakness? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shelly said, what's your password? What's your PIN? What's your net worth? All right. Those are all good ones. Let's grab a couple of phone calls here. Go to line one. Hey, Robbie. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, what do you exactly. think? You got an answer? Uh, when your wife asks you, did you ever cheat on me, honey? Yeah, you don't, You just want to stay completely away from that situation altogether. I mean, I hope you can answer that honestly and say yeah. no, but uh, okay. <laughs> I would just avoid the entire scenario if you know what I'm saying. I love you guys. Love you too, buddy. <laughs> He's like, why are you judging me? <laughs> I mean, Hi, it's a boss. Hey, Robbie. How you doing, bud? Good morning there, super fan. All right. When your wife asks you if this dress makes you feel fat. Yeah. 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 And then when your mate asks you, how many people have you been with for four minutes? Yeah, those are, yeah. That's the rule. What they yeah, call that? I the, mean, but on the other hand, both of those are, you can really, if you can be honest about it, you know, I think you can give yourself some credibility if they know you're honest about something, even if it's hard to answer. You're going to be honest about everything, you know? You got to be. <laughs> Ray's like, nope, that, you're, that's stupid. I ain't doing that. I'm walking away. <laughs> no, no, no. All serious. No, you got to be, be truthful, well, especially relationships. See, if you were, uh, if you put on something and you said, Does this, do I look good in this? Does, does, do I look chubby? And like, I would be honest you with you and say, chubby. this is not flattering on you. You do. And I, it I, I do good appreciate because that. Because then you know when I tell you, no, you look great. You know that I'm serious. Yeah. I think you need to have that that same sort of yeah, honesty. You, you do know? tell me of something. I mean, but if I said, "Do I look fat in this?" I don't think you would say, "Yes, you look fat in this." You would say, 
it's maybe not the most flattering dress. You're sure. not answering it completely honestly because what you're saying in a nice way is, yeah, you look fat in it, but... Well, I don't know that you... I mean, maybe some people, but you don't ever look fat in anything. But I mean... And, and then but, listen, that's a rude thing to say even if someone does right, look fat. Right, and that's the thing. You say, you say it in a polite way, but I understand what Ray is saying. If, if his wife says, do I, you know, is this flattering on me? I, you know, sometimes you just want to hear yes because I'm not really asking... I'm not really asking you. I just yeah. want I just want to hear... I I like it already. I want to know that you like it. And then when you tell me no or it looks unflattering, you're like, oh, crap. Well, I thought it was good. I wouldn't even have come out yeah, if I mean, it I, sucked. I, I, I got know. you. But on the other hand, like, doesn't it give me more credibility for when I tell you something? You know I mean it. It does. But no. usually if a woman does ask, does this look good on me or does this look bad on me, they already have their opinion and they probably wouldn't even show you if they didn't like it. They should hand out little, uh, I'm just little cheat sheets for men. You know, just express, <laughs> I love you. I understand. Yes. Sure. Okay. Like Cor- the, Correct. Just for every situation? <laughs> correct. So what's what's yes. the least amount of words you can say to stay out of trouble? Yes. 732-774-4444. Call us. Text us. Get us on Facebook. What's a question you should never answer honestly? Your he said. She said. By the way, Joe, did you finish Suits? We did a big binge yesterday. We made it to season eight. I didn't know. We haven't fi- finished it yet. We were watching... Um, uh, when the kids were here, we were watching it. Oh, uh, what is it? It's a uh, lawyer one. Um, the Lincoln, Lincoln lawyer. lawyer. Yeah, Lincoln, Lincoln Lawyer. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah we good saw. We too. did that. Did we do the second season? We did, didn't we? We blew right so, through yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, I don't know if I mentioned it to you. You got to go see uh, Bookie on HBO. You know that comedian guy, Sebastian Maniscalco. That's funny. Yep. That's funny. That's on HBO. Okay. All right. So, a little recommendation for you. I think we got two more seasons of Suits. We're almost there. Mm-hmm. All right, Nick. What do you got? Gear up for yet another storm coming our way on your Saturday. Another rainy weekend, Robbie? How's that have you feel? Is we talking rain or we're talking snow on Saturday? It's It'll definitely a rain, rain thing. All right. But it will be colder by Sunday, Monday, and then another storm after that. So there is a little snow potential down the pipeline, just not this weekend. Well, I mean, I feel fine as long as we're getting through the season with minimal <laughs> snow. That's my. I know you're the opposite. <laughs> we you, are you're complete snow. opposites on that. I know. So, you know, go to your corner. I, I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fun if we all lived in San Diego? You know, and it's just, well, what's the forecast? Well, it's sunny and 80 again. I mean, what'd be wrong with that? My job would be very easy, but it'd be very boring. All right, Nick. Thanks, buddy. Powered by Dr. Anthony Lombardi and his brand new Lipson IVs, the new health and wellness center, Lipson IVs in Marlboro, right there on South Main Street. Real easy to get to. Beautiful. 732-838-9449. Also on Instagram or right on the web, LipsonIVs.com, right? There he is, Dr. Anthony Lombardi. Thanks for making this possible. It's a question you should never answer Honestly, I've had uh, Glenn on line two hanging on for quite a while here. I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Good. You got an answer for us? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think, honestly, the one question you should never answer, honestly, is drinking and driving. Hmm. So have you been drinking and, Have you been drinking and driving? You mean you say no? Well, I mean, like, if you have, like, one beer, don't tell the cop you had one beer still because they could set off the, you know, the breathalyzer and you get in trouble. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you give it a little lawyering advice. Okay. Have you been Have you been drinking and like, are you drunk? I feel like are two different questions. Yeah, but so- he's saying they might want to try and nail you just to meet their quota. Sure, so I, mean, sure. I can understand that. Yeah. That's fair enough. Well, I mean, if you literally were drinking a lot, yeah. that's one thing. But if you were just having a beer, I mean, the smart thing to do is say you didn't drink a drive. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I, listen, it's true. People don't want to admit it, but that's the way to handle it probably. Otherwise, they throw you right in jail, you know what I mean, just for that one beer. Right. Sounds like you speak from experience a little bit, i got to be honest with you. 
Actually, I don't drink and drive. Okay, well, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Or is he lying? And I don't drink. I <laughs> drank it like three years ago. Well, okay. Your liver thanks you. Come. Thanks, Glenn. Definitely something he's not telling us here. Yep. Okay. Never yep. be honest with the police. Uh, all right. Yeah. I don't think I don't think the police can arrest you if you even if they give you the a breathalyzer yeah. if you're under the legal amount you're allowed to have a beer right right so i mean that's i think okay. that's what he means but it's a- but i understand what he's saying yeah. don't even say yes that you had one beer because then they're gonna say opening a whole can of right worms. exactly just say, so just i say nothing without your attorney present yes <laughs> question you should never answer honestly 732-774-4444 a lot of facebook answers yeah 4190 said are you wearing a wire <laughs> no no, I'm not. Only the sick people listen to this program would come up with that. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Wearing a wire. Irene said, when a fitness instructor... No, no, no. Open his shirt. Check. I want to make sure there's no wire. When a fitness instructor asks you if you feel the burn, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I feel it. Yes. Don't push me any harder. Right. Michelle said, if a stranger asks, where do you live? Yeah. Paul said, how much money do you make? Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. I think it's rude just to even ask that. I don't think that's one of those questions. I mean, I wouldn't answer it at all. Uh, John said, if your your wife asks, do you think that that woman is pretty? The answer is always no. Always. But again, that goes back to the the outfit thing. If you're just, uh, I mean, they can tell when you're lying. Right. So I think the best thing to do is just be honest and then they know when you're being honest and when you're not. Sure. You know? Because better just to be honest with it, right. just say okay, fine. So he's at least he's being honest. It's the with same me. thing with the clothes, though. You can be you can be honest, but you don't have to be like brutally honest. You're like, yeah, she's so hot. Yeah, she's. I wish I was with her, not you. Yeah, yeah like, I mean that would be a nasty thing to say. Uh, sure, okay. sure, sure. Two zero zero eight said, "What are your intentions with my daughter?" <laughs> you know exactly what his intentions are with your daughter. You you know exactly what they are. Yeah, but that is a question you don't necessarily answer honestly, right? No, I mean, there's no reason even to ask it. Everybody knows exactly what's going on. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to find a darkened place where, where I can have a little Lauren Boebert moment. That's right. what I'm looking for. Jeez. Right, we'll leave it at that. What's a question that you should, once you Boebert, there's no going back. No. Nope. <laughs> she could have her own line of yogurt called Boebert, don't you think? Who would buy that, though? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just feeling like here's a... It's not going to be good for you. Get a reality show, get a yogurt. It's a question you should never answer honestly. Your he says. She said. We'll keep that going on the Text Connect and the Facebook page, even after we conclude today. We'll go out to Hollywood. Here he is, our buddy Ralphie Aversa. Good morning, Ralphie. Hey, good morning. Host of uh, Friday Night Flashback Tracks, Totally 80 Saturday Night. He's a uh, member of our team here at 1071 The Boss and also uh, works for USA Today, so they sent him out there to all these award shows. By the way, are you flying back... Today or tomorrow? Tonight. Oh, good. Yeah. So gotta... I'll, take the re- I'll take the red eye back tonight, and then we got Emmys next week, so I'll do a little bouncing. And Oof. I just want to make sure you're missing that big storm tomorrow, because i got to imagine all the airports in New York are going to be delayed tomorrow. That's for sure. Yeah, and Reese Nick, he was giving us a heads up about that over the weekend uh, during, uh, whatchamacallit, Totally 80 Saturday night, actually. So, yeah, I've been kind of prepared for that one for a minute. So, thanks, Nick. Yeah. Well, anyway, listen, I appreciate you getting up early, as always. You were on the red carpet last night at the Golden Globes. We just went through some of the winners and stuff. I guess I'll start there. Anything, any surprises as far as people who won? Any uh, speeches that stick out to you? Well, you know, it was interesting. Killers of the Flower Moon, which, of course, that's a Scorsese flick. You've yep. got to basically carve out a whole half day to watch it because of how long it is. But yeah. I, I will say it's really, really good. I actually watched it when I got here to uh, Hollywood. 
Um, but yeah, I was a little surprised that that didn't win as much. But Lily Gladstone, she's absolutely the actress. She's absolutely fantastic in it. Um, you know, other than that, it's going to be interesting to see a movie like Poor Things with Emma Stone and Mark Ruffalo. And that was the Greek director who was up there. He had, had the same birthday as Bruce Springsteen, and he was basically mm-hmm. thanking Bruce while he was thanking everybody else, including Emma. But it's going to be interesting to see how that film fares alongside Oppenheimer and Barbie. Don't forget, last night it's a little different because you split up comedy, musical, and drama. But as we get into award season, some of these other awards, all of those movies are going to be going head-to-head. Is Barbie nominated for uh, Best Picture for, uh, for an Oscar? Do we know that yet? We don't have Oscar nominations yeah, have yet. All right. But, I mean, I think it's, a, you know, safe. I would say Poor Things, Barbie, and Oppenheimer, and Killers of the Flower Moon are, are shoe-ins. Now, you guys mentioned Ben Affleck Air earlier, which I enjoyed as well. Really great movie. Yeah. I talk about it all the time on Totally 80s Saturday Night because there's so much great 80s nostalgia in there. Yeah. Um, but if a movie like Air got nominated for Best Picture, while I think it's good, don't get me wrong, that to me would be a bit of a shock. But yeah. we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was a... Yeah. yeah. I, it was good, well, but is it Best ton, Picture? They do 10 movies for the nominations now, right? Because... I, the Golden Globes, they only have five, but the Oscars, they do ten for Best Picture, don't they, Ralphie? Am, am I saying that right? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, they, so, they, they expanded it, and it's, it's part of uh, you know the, the, the whole thing as far as they're trying to be a little more diverse. They're trying to be a yeah. little more inclusive. So, yeah, they did expand it. But, again, don't forget with the Globes, yeah, they do five, but they have you know the, those two different categories, whereas the Oscars, you don't. So you know, again, it, it, in that Best Picture category, Barbie and Oppenheimer will be going against each other. Right, right. What was the deal with that Joe Coy guy getting? I mean, he's fine. I mean, he's not, not saying he's not a talented guy, but he would be like the 45th person I would think of to host a big award show like this. <laughs> Is it just that no one wants what? to do it because there's so much controversy, you know, after the whole Chris Rock thing? Uh, I don't know if, if Chris necessarily spurred this on, but I do think you're onto something there as far as they're having a hard time finding people that want to do it. And I don't know if anybody saw the post from Michael Che from SNL. But he, I think, not so jokingly suggested that comedians should start boycotting hosting these award shows. Um, and look, I don't know what people thought of the Taylor Swift joke or not. I mean, in the room, it was kind of, eh, maybe people were nervous to laugh because Taylor was there. Yeah. I think at home, you see the Taylor reaction and you're like, uh, maybe I don't want to laugh at it either. So that's kind of an interesting way to judge a joke, but he's definitely got a mixed reaction, that's for sure. What was Taylor wearing on the red carpet last night? Did we see I the I was pictures? just going to ask you about the... What, what did she you was think? wearing this shimmery think? green dress. Didn't really stop for anyone on the red carpet. I actually, and I had a pretty good spot, but I didn't get, get to see her. I didn't... Her and Bruce are, the, I think, the only two people I didn't see last night. Okay, I want to know your thoughts on who was best dressed, and I also want to know your thoughts on Taylor's dress because I saw it, and I think she's beautiful, and I think it fit her perfectly, but it was like pickle green. Like, it reminded me of a pickle. That's When I saw it, that was the first thing I thought of. Yeah, but of. what about J-Lo's famous green dress? <laughs> no, 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 it green was not like J-Lo's green dress. It was, it was like <laughs> shimmery pickle green, and it, right. it fit her nicely, but it was just like, I don't know, the color just seemed a little weird to me. What, well, Ralphie, what did it look like? Here's all I'll say about Taylor real quick in the green. Don't forget she's going to announce at some point that she's re-recording Reputation. Right. And a snake, snake is one snake of the green. themes of Reputation. Okay. okay. So that's kind of where my mind okay, went. Okay, that makes first sense. when I saw the dress. 
Best yeah. dress real quick, though. J-Lo, absolutely yes. incredible. Yes. I got to speak with Dua Lipa. She's such a sweetheart. She looked great as well. She's in a movie, and too. And Margot Robbie, I mean, let's, as the kids say, she understood the assignment. Yeah, she looked just like Barbie. I mean, the, the little Shaw thing that she was holding, I swear to God, I had one for my Barbie set. Like, it looked like a Barbie dress. It really did. But I thought Heidi Klum killed it, too. I don't know why she was there, but she looked. that dress was amazing. It looked beautiful in pictures. I, you know, it's, I heard you guys talking about people that were there and how they get there. You know, with Heidi Klum, um, you know, Dick Clark Productions runs the Golden Globes. And so they've been doing this forever. And they have relationships with Taylor and with a lot of other people who you may have seen there as just invited guests or presenters or so on. You're yeah. t- you just mentioned that Dua Lipa. She's in a movie now, right? She's, she's an actress. The, she was in the Barbie movie. Oh, she, but no, but she's got another one coming out. Is it, um, is it Kingsman? I think there's a new action movie that she's in. I keep seeing the... Argyle, that's what it is. Argyle. You heard of this one? Yes, yeah. She's in uh, I have heard of this one. Um, you know, it's funny. We spoke with her last night about Dance the Night Away, the song that was nominated for a Golden Globe, of course, alongside the Bruce track and Billie Eilish uh, and uh, What Was I Made For won it. Yeah. I think Billie's going to end up sweeping awards mm-hmm. season with that song. She's yes. going to win her second Oscar, her and her brother Phineas. But it was really cool. Dua, like, broke down to me very quickly how she wrote the song. And she basically watched the movie and then wrote lyrics to like exactly match Margot's moves or something that happened in the movie. It was really, really cool. I mean, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that song. When I heard, when yeah. I heard it for, at first, I thought that you know it could fit on a Dua Lipa album. I thought it was just a fun pop song, but she really, really honed it on the movie and uh, good for her to get a Golden Globe nomination. All right, before we let you run here, anybody embarrass themselves? Any gossip? Any, <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe it. This just happened kind of moment? Or uh... Yeah, I, I embarrass myself. You Uh-oh. want to hear two things real quick? Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah, yeah. Jay Smith Cameron, incredible actress from Succession. I'm yelling out Jay Cameron instead of Jay Smith Cameron, <laughs> and her publicist had to correct me. Oh, then we're on, that's the worst. Then we're on, that, oh, not good. Not, and I really pride myself on that. And I love Succession, by the way. Absolutely love it. I got to speak with a bunch of the cast of Succession, which was cool. All right, the other thing, we take the shuttle from the Beverly Hilton back to like this, basically this, this parking garage in somewhere in West Hollywood, where then I have to Uber from there back to the hotel. So we're on this shuttle. I get up too quick, and you know like the, um, those, those buses, and they got the TVs for like the long road trip? Yeah. yeah. And they kind of hang down. I stand up too quickly Hit my head oh. on the monitor. Oh, no. Haley Hartung from the Today Show and Thursday Night Football is right there. And she goes, oh, my God, are you okay? And me not even thinking just because it's part of my vernacular and I say it all the time. Like, keep in mind, she's a sideline reporter, right? Yeah. I turn to her and I say, I'm good. Don't worry. I'm not in concussion protocol. <laughs> and she's dead silent. <laughs> Man, we can't take Ralphie Awkward. anywhere. <laughs> nope. <laughs> can't take Ralphie. That's hilarious. Hey, man, what'd you see out that window? We can't take you anywhere. <laughs> That's great. All right, listen, uh, safe travels home. Follow Ralphie on all the socials. He's big on Instagram, at Ralphie Aversa. He's got some cool pictures of his rock and roll lifestyle out there at the Golden Globes. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Thanks, guys. All right, there he is, Ralphie Aversa. <laughs> Can't take him anywhere. That's so great. Back bright and early tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. We'll do the backwards oldie for more passes. To see the Weeklings record release party, the Stone Pony, as they celebrate their 50th anniversary. We'll do that about 7.10. Well, if he said. She said. At 7.50. Fast five. Birthdays. What do we got? Is it food file? Animal stories tomorrow? I think we might.
do animal stories. World famous animal yeah. stories tomorrow morning. First time uh, 645. And as I mentioned, Nor'easter Nick will be here keeping track of that big storm system. He's talking like 50, 60 mile an hour winds and all of that Oof. too. Major concert announcement and tickets before they go on sale to said concert. Michelle does all of that. Plays a bunch of great tunes. Gets a business of the day if you're yanking and cranking at work. Like Lauren Bobert. All day. <laughs>